shit fucking works. Is this recording? Prop. Prop, guys. Hey, hey, hey! What the fuck is up, man? How's everyone doing? Yeah? Fucking round of applause for me right back at it a fucking again. It has been weeks. Trying to fucking start this shit in what, January? And it's July. And just got all the other episodes uploaded. I'm a piece of shit. Welcome to the podcast. This podcast made me, and yes, it's your boy VJ, and I made this podcast. Yeah, man. What the hell? Trying to change my life and shit, be on top of shit, and overpack my sandwich plate, bro. Too much shit in my life, too many layers of shit crack it, and I'm fucking up. But now that I did most of the fucking legwork for the show, about to get up on iTunes and get this shit krizakin. Yeah. It's just gonna be fucking popping. And we're gonna be out here. At least one episode a week. For sure one. Maybe two. I don't know. I'm trying to get shit cracking, you know, I'm trying to trying to make um, my life actually move. My calendar Every day, I just move events over. Move events over. Oh, play the piano? Tomorrow. And it's weird. It's not... I do it... I move it till tomorrow when it's midnight about to be tomorrow because I was busy. And seriously, I am busy. I don't watch no TV or anything really now, but there are still inefficiencies I could fix. Not having a license makes it harder, but whatever. Man, I've been thinking about a lot of fucking shit. It's a fucking scorcher out here, number one. But you know what? That's not a surprise. It's Arizona, and guess what? Prob never talk about it again. But yeah, it cooled this place down to like 65, and looks like it's already at 70. <sighs> if you can see, clearly enough, got sweat beads on the forehead, but anyone who knows me well, always do. We could be living in a goddamn igloo, and I promise you, I'll get too warm somehow. It's fucking trash. But it is what it is. In my uh, older age, though, I see, I feel my body cooling down a little bit. Probably when I hit 70, I'll be feeling like a normal person. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, if I go into acting, they're going to have a whole extra dude to just be fucking chilling there, having to run up. In the middle of scenes, we'll CGI, we'll CGI him out like a predator. In the middle of scenes, he'll sneak up and dab me up. With a specialty silk paper towel. Silk infused, but I'm so bougie at that point. <clears throat> I don't want you to touch me with the same silk handkerchief. That's not going to work. So get yourself some silk paper towels and yeah we made that up and i'm selling it in my company so make myself richer while you dab me up there slave sweat slave sweat extra slouch so you know <sighs> anyone trying to hire me for a movie just make sure you have someone with uh, agile arms and quick feet because this boy's forehead will be a swamped I mostly sweat on my forehead, too. That's the fucking weirdest shit. Like, armpits? Yeah, a little bit. Chest? That's the second most area. Forehead? That's 95% of it. Just... Uh, yeah! Good douche! What the 
fuck, man. Makes it um makes me look so attractive to ladies, I'm sure, especially when I'm wearing the actual action of a sexual intercourseations and um just drip drip dripping away. Drip drip drapping away. God, I'm disgusting. But it's a fucking great day, isn't it, people? A f- fucking great day. <laughs> oh, man. One thing I've been thinking about, because I got myself some new glasses. I had, like, it was weird. These, the old glasses I had that I've been wearing for this whole show, there was, like, and it was probably from me wearing them in the shower and washing them in the shower and wearing them in the shower in prison and all that fucking bullshit. But there was, like, like, some sort of anti-glare film was um, <clears throat> like coming off an hourglass shape on one of my lenses and then it started doing the other lens too but luckily I had ordered some baller ass shit from uh, you know a company online I'd shout them out but uh, yeah fuck it no there's any optical man been buying my glasses from them forever it's a great place go go Guan, get them. Maybe one day they'll be a sponsor for the show. If we ever get sponsorizable. Because seriously, I don't even fucking know. I was trying to share my thoughts uh, the other day <clears throat> um, to my homie about uh, that natural, uncontrollable biological reaction I had about uh, people who were transgender um, because of like the self-mutilation slash the self-mutilation excuse me the uh, fuck <laughs> you know the, the 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 surgical changes and the hormonal changes you know even though they are happening in a medical um, arena <clears throat> just just makes me feel like instantly squirmish and uh boy this is my homie too and it was not the easiest to describe to him and he knows me and he knows i don't mean bad so i guess what i'm saying is i know everyone's gonna fucking hate me for this fucking show but we're gonna do it anyway why I don't know, but we're in it to win it, champs. We're going to win whatever it is. They might make a whole award show called the VJs, and it's going to be just shitting on people. It'll be like the Dave Chappelle uh, play hate his ball, except no one's even a player. We just, the hate a hate his ball. Fuck. <clears throat> you know, it's weird. Um... Most people seem to like me, actually. They like me when we meet. I guess I make a decent impression um, personality-wise. And if they get to know me, I mean, I know my values and stuff are uh, quite high and I'm extremely loyal and I'm always trying to do good. So, um, you know, in a way. Uh, So... People who know me and like me, they really know me and like me. But also, I feel like there's a certain aspect of people 
that know me and like really hate me but I think a lot of their hate is based on based on themselves some sort of weird like um, I don't know but I definitely know that my my probably my most unique trait and positive trait is also my negative trait because I can get very comfortable with people and then try to push the situation by saying super brazen brazen statements and just being ultra honest. Even though what most people don't understand, even with themselves, is that they're not always the same person all the time. And, like, I say a lot of things in jest and craziness, and, like, it's shocking to me sometimes how seriously some people take it. But that's my prerogative, and you know what? Fuck it! That's the fucking shit, man. You could just fucking just go right into some heartfelt shit and then just fuck it your way on out of there. Because that's what it is, man, you know? That's what it fucking is. People are gonna hate me for being me. People are gonna love me for being me. One of the weirdest things when I was coming up, and still, I still wonder, is like, why do people even fucking like me? You know what I'm saying? As much, as many good qualities I have, as humans, we have a tendency to focus on the bad. And I swear to God, the bad ones I have are just not that great. But they're not that bad either. And I bet you the shit that you hate about yourself is really not that bad either. So... I, even I have a tendency to focus on <clears throat> that last missed shot, the layup that I should have made, the terrible chest move that I did, the stupid thing that I said. We don't pat ourselves on the back enough. Well, if you're a good person. If you're a piece of shit, you're patting yourself on the back all the time. I'm not talking to you. You're good. Your self-esteem is great. Suck a dick. You know what I'm saying? If you're selfish but you feel great, you're a bad person. But uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of selfless people or selfless in some situations or most situations who just feel like shit because one thing happened or they fucked up one place. I'm like, dude, this is life. Constant series of actions. You can improve tomorrow. You can fix what you did in a lot of situations. You can apologize you can learn from your mistakes and get it cracking. And that's in one way why I don't like LeBron. The man always pointing fingers every time he fucking loses. That's why he leaves. He leaves fucking squads because he's pointing fingers quietly. How can you be a great teammate if you just run and leave them to handle your bullshit, your shambles that you left behind. You did it from Cleveland to Miami, from Miami back to Cleveland, and now Cleveland to LA. And yet, there are still so many people that love the guy. Hey man, great basketball player. Best ever, not even close. 
Not even close. He could be number two. He's still not fucking close. He started that fucking conversation. I'm chasing the ghost of Jordan. That's the only thing that matters to me. What? Did you have one championship? Two because you were bailed out by Ray Allen? If you really think about it, he arguably should have one championship or two. And I'm not even trying to hate. I wish I could like the guy. But, I mean, you're going to just throw, have the meltdown after game one, not even really play in overtime, and then just walk. Bro, leaving the last game down like 15 with like six minutes left to go. So, I mean, the man knows what he's doing, especially with fucking his game in general and all that. But, man, that mental, like, weakness thing to not look bad in front of people because you lose is just... That's why half of the people in the country don't think you're that great, Bron. And the other half are just on your dick. The ones that are on your dick, my G, are the young ones who don't know nothing yet, who haven't paid for shit, who haven't seen real fucking adversity and in about five to ten years are going to actually start to understand and then if they saw you then be like hmm this guy is acting just like come on man you came in with the nickname the king I'm done with basketball talk fuck it Jesus Christ fuck basketball right now oh it bothers me oh fuck man I did get me some prescription shades, though. I was thinking about wearing them for the show, but I said, no, why? People probably think that I'm fucking just be copying Chris D'Elia if they watch this podcast because he wore shades for one episode, so I didn't feel like doing it. Huh. You know what one of the main things that I've been thinking of, though, speaking of glasses, is that if a real catastrophe hit, a real catastrophe like um like a zombie apocalypse or uh like a electromagnetic shift that just renders all our technology fucked um or like no oil no energy or a fucking asteroid super volcano okay I'm dead dude I mean we're all dead but me I'll be dead as fuck. Right now, in 2018, actually, let me take that back because technology is pretty crazy now and I'll be actually misrepresenting what I'm about to say, but let's go back to like 2005. Shit, let's go back to when I was fucking like three. I've been a cyborg since I've been three years old. When they found out I have asthma. And my lungs have been propped up by medication. Anytime they get sort of fucked in order to resolve normal function, medication. So, then let's skip up to like when I was 9, 10 years old. Oh, myopic as fuck. Uh, Nearsighted. So then I get another advancement. 
and my cyborg geneticist give me glasses. And then for a little while, contacts. And then after my sister had some issues and almost lost her eye, back to glasses. But if the world ends, and it's a goddamn zombie apocalypto cannibalistic asteroid smashing super volcano farting event your boy has is a ticking time bomb because without these pupsters and without that puff puffter I will be rendered close to worthless I got moves, man. I got a strong body. I'm quick. I make moves on the basketball court. I got some agility, little, little center of gravity I can control, and some things, man. But without my puff puff, and without my extra uh, set of eyes, I'll be rendered a POS. And that's it, man. And you know what? A lot of you will be that. And not because you're an uh, uh, old school cyborg, okay? Like, I don't have no robot arms or, like, a, a pacemaker or anything. But, bro, I have these advancements, man. And what's going to happen if a fucking zombie knocks my fucking... Gl- I, I fu- take a jump, glass of fuck, and there's 30 zombies there. Yeah, I'm dipping. What am I? Oh, grab my glasses and then die? No, no, no. I'll, I'll go take the extra couple of days. Or I could go the Joy Taylor way... Because I heard this say this once on her podcast and uh, just die, you know, might just fucking die. <sighs> we'll all fucking die, but I might be out quick, dog. Like I'm going to probably have to be the dude that gets like a, like a band of leather and then duct tape that shit and then like retape it on the sides here by my temple so that, so that, uh. You know, they stay there or get, or, oh, well, I mean, I can still lose those, but I probably still need to start stocking up on, like, prescription sports goggles. Or I should get LASIK, but I'm afraid. I have to do more research into it. I'm afraid. Mmm. Fraud. I think it'll be fine, though. I think I can do it. And I probably will get LASIK. The thing is, my stepmom, she's a optometrist, and she's like, if you want to do LASIK, the best bet is to do it before... 35 and before, and I'll be 32 this year. So, need to get some bank and uh, need to figure it out. Or I could just go glasses the whole time. I mean, it's a look, and I could just immediately die. Run towards the volcano. Up, oh, guys. Yellowstone blow up. Run into Wyoming. See you the fuck later. Why? What's going on, man? We could go the other way. We might be able to make it South Africa, uh, South America. Unnabe. But I'll be blind. And if someone tries to take something from me and uh, I lose my glasses or I lose my extra pair of lungs, just leave me behind. Fuck. It's crazy though, but it's sort of real. I might as well do the LASIK, huh? And honestly, I can keep my lungs at a pretty high level if I keep doing cardio. But if you're doing cardio and there's like limited food resources, what the fuck are you doing? 
shouldn't be exercising unnecessarily when you fucking got limited fucking resources. You're already going to be making moves just to fucking do shit. We'll be back in that young skinny zone. Oh, I think I'm losing weight. I need to get like a... I mean, I could sort of tell I am. I got to keep keep at it. Oh, fuck. Happy 4th of July, you motherfuckers. It's a land of the free and the podcast is back. Bringing the attention back to me because I am more important than the goddamn U.S. Salute to your boy. Um, but no. Thank you, U.S. You've given us the rights to fucking say what we want for at least right now, even though all these super liberals are trying to take that way. No, that's not going to happen. Free speech has to be what it is. I'm a fucking amateur bullshit-ass comic who's never been on stage, but I'll get there. And that's just what it fucking is. And I've realized the way that it's going to happen for me to get to stage because I don't have a fucking license is... um, When I get my license, it'll be the easiest time to move around to constantly do open mics. I mean, if I find something close but not too close. Like, there's an open mic that's right here within walking distance of me. And actually, the Tempe Improv is walking distance too, but I don't think they have uh, open mics there. But uh, this one bar, Devil's Advocate, they have open mics. And I've seen this dude do stand-up there, but it's an open mic for music. Yeah. And you should know you're fucking where you're going. The only place I would do an open mic is an open mic for comedy. I saw this dude eat shit so bad. And, um, you know, I commend him for being brave. And I think I've seen him come back another time. But I'm like, dude, I love you. And I want you. Pause. Just joking. But uh, that's that's Fleece Johnson, by the way. But um, I need you. And I want you. He, he rapes dudes in prison. Uh, you've probably seen the big-ass Coke bottle glasses that some sort of documentary on him. Look him up. Fleece Johnson. Or maybe that's the version by the Boondocks, but who cares? Fleece, Fleece Johnson, you know. Um, but, um, fuck, what the fuck was I talking about? God damn it. I knew I was going to fucking lose it, man. Oh, okay, so this guy, he was eating so much shit, dude. But he's there doing stand-up in a place where people like okay you get a spot pretty much as big as this couch I'm sitting on maybe less and people are there to play music for this drinking crowd on Taco Tuesday where they do one dollar fat ass tacos not the best but they're fat um and they're not bad too actually uh but um why would you go do stand-up for people who are there for music? If they're not there to laugh, it's that much harder to get a laugh out of them. So, go somewhere else? Because from what I understand, Phoenix has a pretty good comedy scene. Phoenix in the metro area. What I'm going to do is develop the show, develop my material... Maybe eat shit there because it's close. And I know the people. Well, see, the thing is, I know everyone there. So either it's going to work in my favor or it's going to make me look like shit. And I don't really care if I look like shit. But I want to go to a place where I get real practice. In a place where they're there for comedy. So if I'm not getting a laugh, I could tell that it's because of me. Not because of the crowd. 
But yeah, I um, get my license back in like a year and a half in 2020. So before I could make real fast moves, I could do that, but I could just keep, I could develop some material that I think is good because, you know, shit, shit is corny and maybe I could just write the corny out and fuck around here and do shit because the one thing, I mean, the one thing that I do a lot is like anytime I'm at a party or at a place or just even with like some close homies, like the type of talk and the random shit that gets generated out of my head and the shit that we crack up about, if I could translate that onto stage, I'm good. So that's like, that's why I've always thought I could be able to do it. I mean, I remember there was a long period of time I couldn't make people laugh. But then in like, I think it was like ninth grade, I sort of cracked it, which was at the time when I was like, oh, I'm at my funniest when there's no filter. When I put no filter and I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. Come on, man. I come from a light. I I come from a childhood where my mom hated me and tried to excessively, in her own way, torture me. So what does it fucking matter what anyone thinks? I'll go bomb in front of a thousand people right now. I don't give a shit. I used to play piano from the point... I uh, used to play. I played the piano since the time I was six, but I used to perform in front of hundreds of people. Okay? Playing someone else's music is a- is actually a lot harder because when you fuck up, it it's like this thing that is hard to get around because now you're trying to recatch the song you can't stop you got to do this you can't even take a breath you got to stay on tempo that's more difficult in my opinion than the act of getting on stage and saying jokes now the act of getting on stage and saying jokes and make people laugh i think is a complete different thing making your homies laugh or groups of people at a party laugh i mean that's a skill in itself but to translate that to the stage without sounding corny or and still fresh but this is a, a uh, um, an act that you're doing all the time yeah it seems difficult because I mean I'll think of something funny and then I'll try to recreate it by writing it or, or a little note or something about it as a joke and I could tell that I'm getting better um, just like skits and shit that I, I've been putting together. I could tell that I'm getting better, but man, the fucking initial ones are so trash, dude. What the fuck? Who the fuck is outside my door? Thought it was the motherfucking Freedom Day, bro. Fourth of July, and people are out here free to make as much noise as possible. Ah, quiet the Latin people. I'm out here recording shit for this podcast that made me. I don't know why I do that like little Batman voice, but it just, it's better to, I don't know. Fuck it. <laughs> How awesome <laughs> would it be to have Batman who would say shit like, fuck it, or suck a dick. <laughs> With this mask on, bro. With his suit on, running around. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. You know what? 
I don't have a Batman mask, but I do have a Spider-Man mask, and uh, maybe I'll put something together. And hopefully it won't be shit. See, I feel like I'm making my best content right here. Because it's just me, no filters, just ra-ra-ra-ra, just rat out the fucking um, mouth. You know what I'm saying? Just spitting that freeway fire, dude. Spitting that freeway shooter fire. And yeah, we've had a couple of those out here. I hope they caught them. I don't remember. But I know for a long time they didn't. But, um... Man, I watched Sicario yesterday, actually. Which was the first fucking anything I've watched in a while. But, you know, we're in Arizona. And, I mean, the story takes place a lot in Arizona. Like, in the city. And, um... Yeah, that shit is real. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Like, there's... That, that movie was pretty good. It didn't, like... Re- it was just, like, a story. It didn't give, like, any definitive end or, like, whatever. And that's why they, you know, obviously have a sequel right now, but... That's... Yeah. Out here is cartel land, for sure. I mean, this is one of the hottest spots out here. I mean, they... I mean, I think nationwide, sort of, it's known... Especially with people who are in the game, that Phoenix is like the underground drug hub. It's very, very popping out here. Well, huh? Heroin meth, right? Yeah. Oh, motherfucking pieces of shit in Arizona. Okay. You know what's really fucked up in Arizona? Laws, right? I mean,. I've gotten a DUI asleep in the back seat. Ugh, trying not to get a DUI. This is just how it is. You can get a, you can get there's so many laws here that are fucked up, right? You can get a DUI forty feet from your car. Like not even in the car. Oh, you have the keys and you're forty feet within? Ah. You're gonna drive that. You got a DUI. Like they put all these blanket rules. But one thing they did is they took this. And what I mean by this, people on the YouTube channel could see, is a weed pen. And they recently, off of some bullshit appeal thing, <clears throat> said that all extracts, cannabis extracts, and weed pens, even if they're sold in uh, dispensaries, are illegal. That this is equivalent to like heroin or something what dude i bought this completely legally you guys changed the rule and this is what i have left but what the fuck that shit makes no fucking sense dude this place just goes backwards as fuck so what they're trying to argue is that the way that the law was initially constructed for medical marijuana, because I have a medical marijuana card, is um, <clears throat> you, um, what the fuck? Medical marijuana and like cooked forms of it are legal. But all forms of cannabis are illegal. So, if you have a medical marijuana card, you can have medical marijuana or medical marijuana edibles. 
But what the appeals court just ruled, and it's going to go to the Arizona Supreme Court, is that extracts of medical marijuana are not classified as medical marijuana. They're cannabis. What? Cannabis and marijuana are two different words for the same fucking thing. But they're arguing some bullshit-ass semantics that, oh, these extracts aren't marijuana, they're cannabis, so they're illegal. Because all forms of cannabis are still considered illegal, but if you're a medical marijuana patient, medical marijuana or medical marijuana edibles are legal. What the fuck? And this would make CBD oil illegal. This state is so fucking backwards. It's insane. It's unbelievable. And makes me want to go on a murdering spree. But we don't do that. We don't do that. We just go on a a less cool sounding podcast recording time. So, excuse me while I hit the H. H is short for heroin. Man, what a great song, huh? They should pay me to do that. They wouldn't have to dab my sweat off, you feel me? Ah. God, I can't wait to see how gay that dab looked on fucking camera, but oh my god, it's probably gay as fuck. That's the first time I dab. Nah, I mean, I've probably done, um... I'm not talking about smoking wax. I dab all the time, but... This is the first time I did the little dab thing, and boy, that shit is mad old now. That's crazy how popping that got. It's crazy how popping everything gets. There's no control on what gets popular. It just hits a couple uh, proper. It hits the right bars of the brain xylophone, and bing, 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 bing. it's off, and shit's popping. I cannot believe so many people are. Dude, people have no loyalty. The bandwagoning fan shit is, is like, ruined sports for me. Like, I want... If some people are going to win, some people need to suffer. Okay? And so, if your team is shit and you don't care about them no more, but then you care about if they win, where is the balance in that, dude? You're just living that bullshit life. Where... You're propping everything up with fucking band-aids. Propping up your house of cards with the goddamn band-aids. And damn, I wish Kevin Spacey wasn't such a jerk. Because we would still have house of cards and it would be fire. Because Claire... She bad. They had a lot of bad chicks in that show, actually. They had a lot of sex in that show. Presidents be fucking, bro. Who is the president that, that you think fucked the least? My bet would be William Howard Taft. Because the boy, I think he he died. No, no, no. He died of a heart attack. Maybe, but he got stuck in a bathtub for sure. And bruh, you can be prezzy all day, but man, getting stuck in a bathtub, that is, I don't think that was a look. I don't think that was a chunky era where they liked that little bit of extra meat. I think that was the era where yeah, yeah, that people fit in bathtubs, you know? And so, 
if you were even if it was a chunky era, I mean they had chunky bathtubs, and if you got stuck in that, bro, you was elephant. You know, and on this Fourth of July, we respect all presents. God bless the dead and William Howard Taft. I think that's your whole full name. God bless you and thank you for your service. And now go suck a dick. Actually, you don't suck a dick, bro. R.I.P. Man, you did, you did, you did this a service, and like, let's keep it for real. You was fat. I've been trying to hit this fucking pen, and I've just been unable to do it, dude, because it's so... I'm scared now. I'm scared as fuck. And that's me being terrified. But Loki, I don't like to fuck with AZ. Cops, if that they're gonna make that illegal, alright, cool, nigga. I'll be out in Oregon or Cali. <laughs> y'all know, y'all know you think that cough is sexy. Come on now, drop them panties, ladies. Show you, show us what you're working with. Man, I'll probably be yelling all up in this fucking show all the time, and I know you love it, right? I know you, the one only other person listening to this. I love it. It's weird when. I got a homie. <laughs> I got one homie. No, I got a homie that um. She was like, "Yeah, when your podcast comes out, let me let me hear it," and I'm like, "Man, I will." I'm a little worried, cause uh, I don't know when people fucking know you. But they don't fucking know what goes on in your head. How do you make that step to share shit with them? Because, like, for all of you um, gentlemen and ladies out there listening who have never met me before, personally or whatever, we're building this relationship off this, off this unfiltered craziness. And you're choosing to listen to it because it resonates with you. Now, a lot of these other people, like, I don't know if they fucking, uh, (coughs) we didn't start our relationships like that. We didn't start our relationships, um, off this level of intimate craziness and honesty are they going to be repulsed are they going to be intrigued are they going to be drawn in and double down on me will I never see them again that's the dice that needs to be rolled what's the point of having this show to fucking fake it dude what's the fucking point of any of these I know what the point is for all these people. They worry about what everyone thinks of them, right? I built my life in a way that it still matters extremely what people think of me. But in the same way, it doesn't fucking matter at all. One reason why I have to go into comedy and it's calling me so is because of that. And an extension of that. And just for the love of Gab, I can grind for... 
10, 15 years while making money doing other shit, figuring it out. And when I mean grind, I mean really take it seriously. Once these businesses and shit take off, I'll maintain and do some stuff, but that comedy shit's gonna have to go. It's a part of me. Um, it's I, I'm talking like I'm fucking doing it, and uh, I have all these fucking excuses to not, but, uh, you know... Excuses being, you know, my license and shit. Because, yeah, I can still go make certain fucking moves. But I want to get a little bit more. I want to wrap my head around it slightly more while building, like, five minutes to fucking ten minutes, whatever, of shit. Honestly, probably I'll, by the time that I get up going, I'll have, like, an hour worth of shit. And then I'll just bring some of it in and fuck with it and see what... What does better and then build something off of it because I have to worry about making money right now. I have to stay fucking alive, you know, until my businesses and shit start catching up and paying me. So it's a it's a it's a weird life right now. I would love to go and have to run around for three or four hours just for a comedy show. Just to eat a fucking bowl of mud and shit and fucking a bag of dicks, but I gotta go get that paper. Like, right after we're done recording this, I mean, it's gonna be, oh, probably be 11, probably get some food. It'll probably be hot, but I'll probably go run an errand. I'll probably go run an errand or two. Maybe grab some food at Sprouts. See if I can find some shit to fuck. Yeah, I'm on some shit, man. But this, I don't have to go anywhere for. This can help me build it up. I don't know. I don't fucking know. What am I even talking about, dudes? What? How much time have we been recording for? Six fucking minutes? I don't know. You know, I only had like three mental thoughts or two mental thoughts, so we went through them, and then there's a third one. I cannot remember it. Can't remember it. Yo, is it? Oh, we yeah, we've talked about that before. But how weird is it that um, sometimes you like people, and then other times you just don't like that person? It's so weird to me. It's it's so weird. Let's see, maybe I could jazz it up. What, let's see if I have anything <clears throat> typed out from a couple days ago or weeks ago. Yeah, I'm sorry I haven't recorded in a while. This shit should have been out for a while, but I was out of town. I came back in town. I'm going out of town tomorrow, blah, 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 blah. And it's just fucking bullshit. It's just more fucking bullshit. But yeah, I got to get this shit up on iTunes and then... Yeah, it's just fucking bullshit. Um, TPMM notes. People, that doesn't sound good. Oh, fuck that. Like when I read these notes, I, I'm like, oh my god, who is this guy that wrote this shit? Like, why is he taking himself so fucking seriously? This is his first note. People don't respect other people or their own money. Or anyone's money at all, really. But since their money is in their hands first, it's always disrespected first. People don't respect other people or their own money. Or anyone's money. 
because oh because like proof of it is like since their money's in their hands first it's always disrespected first because they just spend it on some bullshit what does it have to do with anything here bro that's not that wasn't fun sounded like some shit that you might hear from fucking MSNBC or some shit that's just trash alright next I'm just happy to delete these shitty ass thoughts out of here people have widely varied opinions about me because I reflect how they treat me back at them and that can change day to day like their emotions oh yeah well, all I'm saying there is a, I mirror people if they treat like, treat me like shit, I'll treat them like shit. If they treat me great, I'll treat them great. If you feel like that you're getting fucking wronged or some shit by me, look at your fucking self. You know that one dude that fucking ran off with that fucking money? That idiot before was like so thankful that I'd done all this stuff for him. Because I was doing all this stuff for him, giving him opportunities and shit. And then um, once he fucked me over, that sort of stopped. And then he started getting mad at me. What are you, fucking idiot? You get what you fucking deserve in life. And I hope you're dying a slow death. Idiot. Oh, this one's actually funny. There's probably nothing worse than bombing a solo podcast by yourself. Dear God. Yeah, because I mean... No one else to blame it on, except me. And if it was that bad, should have deleted it, but knowing my ass, I'll probably just put it out there because it'll make me laugh anyway. Uh, I mean, I feel like maybe some of the first ones I'd sort of bombed a little bit because, uh... I was just, like, a little nervous. But then I could tell, you know, I just like I just fill it up, man. I fill up the stat sheet, bro. I fill up the buckets, bro. I fill up the pussy, dad. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just a filler up type of guy. I fill your gas tank, man. I'll fill your fucking gas tank. Whatever you need, bro. About to fill up this arm. Oh, I'm getting a tattoo. Homie had a deal. Didn't really have the money that I wanted to pay for it. But, you know, I did, but I didn't wanna. But it was such a good deal, I had to take him. Early birthday present. See ya, 32. You th- Oh, shit, that's like two and a half months away. What? It's one and a half months away. Oh. Better start debating that late chick. Late chicks. Ooh. At the Filibertos, there's a baddie who works there now. She's not super bad, but she's pullable bad, even by my standards in the salmon shirt. So, I mean, she's bad. That's how you look at working at Filibertos, which for people who don't live in Arizona or I think they have a couple places in California, if uh, it's a Mexican spot. If they're not the best Mexican spot, damn, my stomach just rumbled as soon as I said Mexican. But um, they're good. Uh, they're all in Arizona. They're all over the place. They're a fucking monopoly. They're not a monopoly, but they killing it out here making that guap. Um, but you know that the Mexican chefs that work there and how they're cooking there—that's not how they cook at home. 
Because if you go to some authentic Mexican spots, and there's another one around here, one of the best Mexican spots in Tempe, actually it's the best, um, they make it different. You go to some hood-ass spots and Phoenix taco trucks and shit, mm. kill Filibertos. What is it, Wednesday, 4th of July? Oh, your boy hungry. Hungry as fuck. What time is left? What does it say? Is that 46 minutes? What is that? Three hours. Can't really tell. Oh, yeah, no. I don't know, actually. Oh, yeah, no. What the fuck? What an idiot. Well, you saw my old phone. What a snazzy case, huh? Turquoise? Little, little craziness? Let's see. <clears throat> Holy shit. Movies and TV shows are important because you may never catch as many beautiful moments in your own life as gay as that sounds to say. That's a note that I wrote, people. And it's sort of true, but I think that might have to do with like your mental state because there's beauty all the time, especially in your life. Even when the pain comes a fucking roaring, even when that super volcano comes shitting out them zombies and and zombie parts and heads and, and, uh, you know, alive but not alive zombies just keep coming down, ready to, you know, movables, fucking moving zombies, goddammit. Re- reanimated zombies, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, even then it's beautiful because you're, you're seeing something that's just never been seen. You know what they say about, uh, I, I think it was the Greek. The Greek gods were jealous of humans. Why? They were jealous of humans because... For humans, um, the beauty exists for humans because everything is temporary. Uh, fuck you, phone dude. Fuck you, phone dude. Um, but everything is temporary. Uh, the Greek gods, they lived forever and never aged. And when you see, when you're watching life pass by, Nothing matters. But for us, things matter. Because in the deepest parts of our brain, we know that it's all going to end. And won't always be the same. And that's why the gods envied us, man. Because they can't experience that joy or disastrous pain that we can because it means something if someone dies you'll never see him again and you'll never find anyone that's like that again but the gods they live so long they'll they'll probably see someone their doppelganger at some point and then they'll find they'll live so long they'll find a doppelganger that acts like them you know that if you live forever, and let's say the Earth exists forever, 
forever and infinite infinity are concepts that human beings don't really have a grasp of infinity i was just i listened to something i was just thinking about this other day but um it's so crazy it's so big of a concept that let's say there's an infinite amount of universes Infinity is so large and that, let's say, different things are happening in these universes, right? Like, you went right one day, and another university went left, another university stopped, another university went reverse, another university never existed. Every possible permutation that could possibly happen, every possible combination is occurring in this infinite amount of universes. So what that means is infinity is so big that if there was an infinite amount of universes, the same exact things that are happening in this entire universe would be happening in another universe at the exact same time and the same way. And it would happen an infinite amount of times. The exact same way at the same time the whole universe. That's how big infinity is. It never ends. It is forever and ever. That shit makes literally... So much sense and no sense because human beings, naturally, genetically, whatever, we only have a scope of like a limited amount of size, a limited amount of time. It actually doesn't even matter for us. And if one day scientists can get us to live for an almost or to an actual immortal state, I bet you there'll be some fucked up aspects that happen to us because that shit is just fucking crazy and folks I think that is 50 some minutes let me double check here with the fucking time because I have things to do I can't see where shit even though I got new pair of eyes and shades from Zenny Optical. Give me promo money, people. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I think I hit it, people. Think about infinity. You know what I'm saying? Knock this shit right out the park, right? What the fuck? Did your boy even get rusty at all? Mm-mm. Didn't see a s- him miss a single beat. Except, you know, all the times he stuttered and half spit out of his mouth and was looking at the fucking computer rather than the cam cam. We're still learning, people. It's just a fucking journey. But you're here with me. Thank you so much for listening. Really, truly appreciate it. Um, Thank you for even entertaining yourself and myself with... Uh, listening to this version of uh, Crazy Me. But um, I'm out of here.
Happy 4th of July. Hopefully you have had a long weekend already, or you're going to have a long weekend. Or you already just called off sick for any days you could potentially work this week, and you just live in free as fuck. Live that fucking free life. I love you. This podcast made me, and yes, it's V. I made this podcast, and thank you for listening. Yeah, bam!